Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast that people around the world <laughs> are saying uh, you could do better. It's always good to read a review. Um, hey everybody, welcome back to the show. We're doing. Uh, we'll start with the checking in segment. Um, yeah, normally it's funny. Um, I'm doing this right before work um, today on this lovely Friday. Welcome to it. Hope you guys are having a good week and ready to start the weekend. If you do get a weekend off, hopefully, that's uh, that's always a nice little bonus when you can actually do that. Some people, I talked to someone who whose weekend is on a Monday and Tuesday, and that's that's not bad either. I feel like when you have a Sunday and Monday off, that's tough because a lot of places you want to go to, if you want to go out late and grab a drink or something like that, those are usually close up pretty early on a Sunday and Monday, so it can be kind of tough. But uh, but um, yeah, no. so doing this podcast today right before work, it's funny on my, I had a couple days off and had the perfect two days off, it was Saturday and Sunday. And so I was like, oh, I'll record, you know, not to... Not to shatter the illusion, but um, I like to record some of the podcasts um, if I can with with uh, other guests. Try to do them um, a bunch at a time and kind of bank them. That way, if I'm traveling or whatever, we can play those and dip back into the well. Um, but uh, I had all of the intentions of doing that. But do you guys have that where you have like, oh, I'm going to do all this. I'm going to get caught up. I'm going to pay bills. On my on my days off, and then I just just don't do any of it. <laughs> it's like uh, my to do list is to literally ignore every item on my to do list. Um, but that's okay. That happens. Um, what else is new with me? I've been doing a lot of. We did a nine hour drive, so that's uh, that's aggressive. Um, and I love the long drives, to be honest. Um, it's, uh, do you guys ever play, do you play road games on, on the road? Like any kind of I spy, um, do you do any, uh, any I spy or do you just, I cry, do you just cry the entire drive over there? <laughs> um, that's a stretch, but, uh, but, and you know. Also, considering long stretches, is that a segue? Is that the segue of the year? Um, that was a long stretch to drive, nine hours, but uh, not the longest that I've done. I did uh, California, from Minnesota to California. I've done that a couple of times. And I remember the first time I did it, my I had a, a neon, my little red neon, uh, my first car, and it killed the car, the drive over there. And the speedometer broke. It stayed at, uh, I think it was like 40... 45 miles an hour right around that range so I didn't I had no idea how fast it was actually going and I got pulled over of course and the officer comes up he's like "Uh, do you have any idea how fast you were going I was like yeah officer the speedometer says 45 (laughs) Um, and it clearly was well over that and he did not think that was funny so they let you know if if you're not killing in the old joke material um but so uh what was kind of crazy though, I was making the drive to California because I was moving there. That was like, you know, 14, 15 years ago. And so I had all my clothes in the back and the officer was like, you know, what are you doing? What are you moving to? And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to California, you know, trying to do TV and all that. And, uh, and he was like, apparently he had always wanted to do that, but was so scared and nervous. He decided 
to instead of do that just you know not just but he started a family and had kids and all that um, but that was always one of his regrets and kind of wonders of like could he have made it um, and so he ended up giving me a verbal warning and that was it so I was like huh well, that's kind of cool um, but uh, but yeah then I gave him the finger no I didn't do that but uh, but yeah crazy so you never know like uh how similar you are to certain people out there words words to live by Right, uh, we'll go to some TV. Um, I love being on the road and staying at hotels because you can hear everything through um, super thin walls. Like you can hear just people's normal conversations at regular, regular volumes. <laughs> so I could I could do a review on what my neighbors at the hotel are watching. Uh, they apparently love Law and Order. Um, but yeah, that is crazy. I have actually before I get into the TV for the week. Um, I, yeah, it's crazy how much you can hear. I heard a couple fighting for the entire week and it was depressing. It was just like, you're an idiot. And I was like, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It made me just made me bummed out. Um, well anyways, on that positive note, <laughs> way to bring everybody down, Matt. Uh, but, uh, a good way to bring people back up is some comedy TV shows, and uh, another segue. How many bad segues can I get this week? <laughs> a lot, and I do a lot of them every week. Uh, but Our Flag Means Death, I'm watching that on HBO Max, and really good. Uh, Reese Darby, uh, Taika Waititi, um, really solid comedy series about um, kind of, a, you know, in, in pirate times, a guy, a super rich guy, decides to leave his family and become a pirate. That's his adventures. And it says based on a true story. I haven't really done any digging to see if that's true or what, in fact, it's based on. But um, stay tuned for that as I do some research. But really, really solid series so far. I'm three episodes in, but uh, like what I'm seeing. So that, that I can highly recommend. Um, I've been dipping back into the old, um, you know, with a lot of the stuff that's going on. Sometimes it's just good to find a good comedy series that you can laugh at. And I've been dipping back into the SNL well and revisiting the Chris Farley, David Spade, Adam Sandler years and Norm MacDonald when he was on Weekend Update. And sure, a lot of the jokes are problematic and don't hold up. But a lot of it's just, you know, I remember it from childhood and growing up. And that was that was my cast. And so it was really cool hearing that and it uh, brings you right back and gives you just smiles from ear to ear. The skit I watched last night was uh, Chris Farley. Tim Meadows was driving. They were making fun of Taxi Cab Confessions, the show on HBO. Um, so that was pretty hilarious to see. But uh, yeah, there you go. Check out SNL if you haven't heard of it. Um, also, this last week on a new, I've been watching the new SNLs too because I've stayed with that show. I think it's it's pretty solid. Um, and Zoe Kravitz was on and so solid. She's so great. And 
amazing in Batman, if you haven't seen the Batman. I knew I couldn't go an entire podcast without mentioning the Batman again. Sorry. Thanks for, thanks for stay, staying with me. Um, but then also, you know, big news too is just that they released a trailer for The Boys, which is coming out very soon. So check that out. That's in uh, beginning of June. But uh, Carl Urban's got laser eyes in the, uh, in the pretty violent third season trailer for The Boys. Check that out. there let's do some entertainment news um and i'm gonna try not to oh i can already see it coming i was gonna i was gonna say i'm gonna try not to i already mentioned it last segment but i'm gonna try not to mention the batman too much throughout the podcast but i'm gonna fail right away because um this story is about john Turturro, who's in the batman (laughs) and his performance is crazy there's a He's got such menace in the Batman that you don't see. He plays a lot of comedic roles, including, you know, we were talking about actors that can do that, that kind of surprise you by their range and depth. But um, what was it in the um, Bradley Cooper um, flick that is uh, Nightmare Alley? The actor in that that surprised me the most. And we've talked about this on the show, but I'd say the guy that surprised me the most in that was Richard Jenkins, who's also known for kind of lovable, um, big hearted characters. And he is menacing and so scary in that. Um, but yeah, the, the story is not about Richard Jenkins. This is about, um, it came out this past week that John Turturro mentioned how, for some reason, and he doesn't give a lot of details, but basically said that um, when he he talked about his role in The Big Lebowski, playing a character called the Jesus, um, and he also ended up doing the spinoff movie based off of that too. But he says that it was a little part, and he said, wow, what am I going to do with this? And he remembers trying to figure out the best way to play the character. Um, and he said, you know, when you're on for such a short little time little cameo you have to really make it count um so he said that uh so he said that he was definitely going purposely over the top and if you've seen it it is ridiculous and it's a lot of slow motion um to some to some really good music and him just uh just looking ridiculous and licking his uh bowling ball but he said when he saw that he goes i didn't realize they put it together that way he said he was embarrassed for the first time, but it's a character that he loves. He said, I could have a talk show as the Jesus and have all different people on like Tom Brady. Huh. Well, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would find that as entertaining, but it's interesting that he was embarrassed by it. I don't know, don't know why. Maybe they didn't give him a very accurate kind of rundown of what, what his appearance would be like, but I think it's classic and definitely stands the best of time. Big Lebowski is one of those ones that I will, I, I don't think I'll let me get sick of. 
from there, let's do some random news of the week. So this is some of my favorite stuff. Usually dipping all over from just crazy stories to uh, Guinness records. And so let's start with a record, which was on March 11th, a seven-year-old comic book fan, already I love it, uh, from India broke a Guinness record by identifying 60 DC comic characters from photos in one minute. So that's kind of cool. Um, he said he took on the record at an event and was able to name 60 comic book characters. Um, and he beat the previous mark, which was 52 characters. So he went eight more and got 60. So there you go. Good work. Congratulations. Um, and he says that he wants to try Marvel because he does like Spider-Man. But he says that everybody preferred DC. So I, too, agreed. <laughs> Really, the only reason for reading that article is that line alone, because he says, a little kid says, but everyone preferred DC. And he says, so I too agreed. That's, that's coming from a seven-year-old. So I don't know, maybe we start rethinking Marvel. I'm just kidding. I love Marvel too. I always give Marvel fans a hard time, but I love bo both. And I'll watch those movies all day, every day. Um, but there you go. Um, also, let's see. A California-based auction house is selling a rare piece of movie memorabilia. This got me thinking, like, what would I... And I've thought about this before. What would I want from a movie that would be interesting? Maybe Big Lebowski, the bowling ball, would be kind of cool. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, and... Uh, but uh, this one is the Tin Man's kin Tin Man's oil can from The Wizard of Oz. So there you go. That's from the 1939 movie, and that was presented to Tin Man actor Jack Healy after the film wrapped. So now it is up for auction, or it was. Um, and the auction listing states that the piece has excellent investment potential, as items from or made for this legendary film almost never surface. That's true. It's an, that's an oldie. Um, and bidding starts at $200,000. So there you go. I If I had that kind of money, I don't know if I would buy a movie prop with it. Um, yeah. I think I'd buy anything else. <laughs> um, I'd have to really think about that. You know what I mean? Maybe a bat suit. I would buy Robert Pattinson. I did it again. Talked about Batman again. Uh, but Robert Pattinson's suit, I'd probably buy it and just look at it. Um, also in uh, random news this week, uh, the crew of a New Hampshire fishing boat was dredging for scallops and they pulled something else that was super unexpected, a 12,000-year-old woolly mammoth tooth. So that's crazy. Tim Ryder, captain of the New England Fishmongers, took the seven-pound item Seven pounds, jeez, to the University of New Hampshire where they identified it. So that's pretty cool. Um, I know that's probably not what they wanted to find. Um, and they probably were hoping to get a big catch of fish, but who knows? Oh, but he is saying that he's, um, he's going to auction the tooth on eBay and donate the proceeds to World Central Kitchen. Um, that's very nice. It's very nice and a good heart, heartwarming story. And that's a charity that provides hot meals to refugees from the violence of Ukraine. So that's a great, great thing that we need right now. 
Yeah, the only thing I've ever caught fishing that was weird was a, a boot one time. And I remember it was really heavy pulling it up, and you just saw the boot, and we were all like, oh, this is a body. This is crazy. I'm going to pull up a dead body. But it was just a boot. Um, but that, unfortunately, I don't think anyone would, would buy from eBay. But you never know. There's some freaks out there. All right, moving on to some movies, which was today's Wordle of the day movie. Um, I was like, yeah, I know this one. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take a little hit of my coffee. I'm going to do one podcast that's just me drinking and sipping coffee. So look for that in two weeks now. Um, but uh, yeah, movies, let's talk about movies, movies that I'm watching and enjoying uh, they did announce Deadpool 3 over the week, and they said it would be from the same director of Free Guy. And so I watched Free Guy, not because of that, but it was always on the list. And I love Ryan Reynolds, obviously, so went and checked it out. That's on HBO Max. That's a good watch. Really entertaining, good action, good messages. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it'll be good. They're talking about how Deadpool 3 will probably because this is the first kind of Disney iteration of it. It'll probably be, um, you know, more on the PG-13 level. And I think that's that's fine. And I think this one, this movie worked for that because you still get his kind of snark and his comedic timing and sensibilities. But you don't need all the vulgar stuff that, uh, you know, it's... I love it. Like, uh, that is one of the things that I will miss from it. But it's... Uh, one of those things that I think in the hands of these guys, I think they can pull it off for sure. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That is uh, Free Guy on HBO. I'll give that a good. Also, um, is the Batman I saw the second time this week. <laughs> Do we, I haven't, I should have done a tally. Did we talk about Batman in every segment? <clears throat> Maybe not in one one of them. Um, but yes, I loved it better the second time. It's great because it's, um, it is this mystery. It's Batman meets seven, I think. And it's just really the second time around is better because I don't have to, I didn't have to like focus on trying to solve the mystery myself as well. I got to just kind of relax a little more and notice more details. So I can highly recommend the Batman. I'll give it another good um, to check it out a second time. And I did get uh, from a buddy of mine, um, Jeff, he was talking about, he had a review of the Batman. And he says that he has a few gripes. And the first of which is that the Batman can't use Google to find out what the key murder weapon is. That's true. That's a good plot hole. Um, also, he gets that info from a random cop. He understands that it's dramatic tension, and it's true. That was a good buildup of the scene. But, uh, but yeah, something he probably would have, you think, if he was on, you know, involved with current events and keeping up with everything that's going on in his city that he loves so much that he probably would have known what that is. Um, but, uh, yeah, and he was saying that that kind of doesn't make the world's greatest detective look like the best. Mm -hmm. I agree with that, that for sure. Um, and also, I think that that... Watching that last scene again was 
another tough watch for me. I just don't think they needed that. They didn't need to have either the Joker or the Two-Face in there. Um, but that's just my opinion. So there you go. Also watched a, a movie called The Vigilante, directed by William Lustig, who did Maniac and Maniac Cop, all those movies. Um, and this movie starred Robert Forster and Fred Williamson and is about uh, a guy whose wife and uh, um, child are attacked by some thugs, and so he decides to join a vigilante group to get revenge. Uh, very intense, classic movie. Um, check that out as well. Vigilante, that's on Shudder. I give that a gid as well. Three gids this week. <clears throat> there you go. All right, and then finally, let's do some advice. If you have any advice questions for myself, please feel free to reach out at notgoodwithmat at gmail.com and try to answer it in a future um, podcast. We have a question that was, a husband spent New York, New York, New York Times, spent New Year's Eve with coworkers instead of a sick, sick spouse. A husband made New Year's Eve plans with some work friends, and the spouse wasn't feeling the best and not feeling up to it so told him to go solo but now she's bringing up that she's angry that he actually did take her up on that so my advice on this is if you don't want that to truly happen don't even offer that up as a suggestion it's always such a it feels like a trap in a way you know what i mean and even if you're not doing it intentionally it's like it's not fair to the guy because the guy you know guy or gal you know if they if they are given the option of, yeah, you can go and spend New Year's with your friends, they're going to take it if that's truly an option that they feel like is legitimate. Um, so I think you got to be more truthful and be like, only offer it up if it's something that you really feel like, you know, strongly about. Because otherwise, if you, if you think you're going to regret it, I wouldn't even put that up on the table. That's my opinion. Um, this person was wondering, says that her high school arch nemesis is ranting and lying about her all over social media. So says she's not even friends with her on Facebook, um, but that other friends are sending her screenshots of some of these posts from her arch nemesis. Um, funny that she still looks at that and looks at her life as containing an arch nemesis. I feel like if you can let that go and just realize that, you know, you can't stop people from hating on you, too. You know, it's going to happen. It doesn't matter who you are. You'll be the most successful, most, you know, attractive person. And they're still going to be, you know, look at any YouTube comment ever and you'll see the most vile and hateful stuff. And that's on people that are established. You know what I mean? It's just going to it's just going to happen. So. If you, the earlier you can find out a way to ignore that stuff, I think the happier you'll be for sure. But um, she was basically saying that this arch nemesis said that, uh, you know, they had said uh, catty or mean things to each other before and they had a physical alter- altercation and then they graduated and never spoke again. 
But um, now she's this other person's posting about how she bullied her. She doesn't remember that and stuff like that. Well, that is the tricky thing. You know what I mean? She might be, this might be part of her process to help if she really feels like she was bullied by you too. So I think you just, unless it directly affects you, I think you let it go um, because she's blocked from it. So she's not seeing it. So she won't be, she won't read it and be able to be upset by it. And I think uh, you maybe tell the people that are sending you those posts, be like, you know what? You don't need to send me the hateful stuff. Why are they sending you stuff, by the way? <laughs> oh, hey, someone thinks that you're, uh, someone thinks you're a really horrible person. Uh, so I just wanted you to know, have a good day. <laughs> what a day brightener. There you go. That was the podcast for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for checking out another edition. It was great uh, hanging out with you guys. Um, I'm going to end with, uh, I might do a couple more stories, but I also wanted to leave with some parting thoughts. I think it's important that we all kind of think about what we've learned over the week and reflect. And one of the things that um, I learned that uh, traumatized me to my core is that I accidentally, well, kind of accidentally, but kind of on purpose too, in a weird way, um, ran over a bunny rabbit. Yeah. Right before Easter. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Driving back from work, um, was going about 75, 80, um, little bit of speeding, um, probably shouldn't say that in the microphone. Um, but this little bunny rabbit, ran out into the road, and I swear it looked up at me and I made eye contact with it, which is is frightening. And it was like pleading and then just kept going. And I, I drove directly into it. And here's the thing, because I've always heard people say, you know, don't swerve, that that's one of the causes of real bad accidents is people having that knee-jerk, visceral reaction of swerving, and then all of a sudden you're um, tumbling and uh, going head over, head over tails um, in a horrible car accident. So obviously didn't want that, but it was one of the worst <laughs> things I think I've ever um, lived through because I felt, and it happened at the front of the car, so I could feel the bunny rabbit um, underneath the entire length of the car. Uh, I'm being graphic, and it's awful, and I'm sorry. Um, but listen, if I had to live through that traumatic experience, you guys do too, everybody out there. Um, but yeah, it was horrible. I could feel like every bone break. (laughs) It's so, so awful. Um, but yeah, so, you know, think about, think about bunny rabbits. Okay. That's all I ask. Just, um, keep them in your thoughts. Um, but let's see what else, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, a heck of a week to have that happen for sure. Um, also some good news, uh, I didn't get to in the last segments, but um, since we have a little bit of uh, extra time, I was going to drop these out too. A good thing and kind of a good, or I'm more on the bad thing of this. Like, um, I'd probably give this one a not good, 
as far as news stories comes out. And that's that Scream 6 will officially be slashing away through theaters next year. Uh, what do you guys think of the fifth one? It's on uh, Paramount Plus right now. But um, I liked it. But again, spoiler alert, I had to give it a not good because they killed off Dewey. But so, yeah, they're going to be doing, um, you know, a new one. So I can't, I just, unless they do flashbacks, maybe that's the way to keep bringing David Arquette back. Then I'm, I'm back in, but literally takes that little to get me back in to the franchise. But then also that was uh, another um, bonus story, bonus movie story and bonus TV story this week is Mandalorian's third season will have Christopher Lloyd in it. So that's a huge win for the show and for fans. Uh, love seeing Christopher Lloyd back in Nobody, which was an excellent film. I give that a good. And I give the news that he'll be in The Mandalorian good as well. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for checking out another podcast for this week. Um, this podcast, hopefully. Um, but yeah, we'll see you again next week. Special thanks to Nalo and the Unis for music. Uh, check out new episodes. Uh, the newest one, uh, the last one of the season of the new season of Ghost Hunters will be uh, premiering tomorrow on Discovery Plus. And then these episodes will be airing on the Travel Channel. So if you don't have Discovery Plus, you can check them out there. So there you go. Again, any comments you want, notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. We will see you in a week. I love you.